We're on. And we're back. And we are back. How many weeks has it been? Two, three? Two. Yeah, it's been two, yeah. Take your pick. Mm. We've, Jason, been all, we've been all around the country. Jason so. Deals. What, deal, what, what deals? Sign a sponsorship. Oh, a little sponsorship? Uh, it's, t- it's taken a while, but we've finally got a, a great sponsor on board, which we're very grateful for. for so the ones previous to this one haven't been great? They've been saying? fantastic. They got us off the ground. Don't, <laughs> don't, forget, don't forget about the ones that made us. Um, and now that we're up in the big lights, um, we've been spotted. So Balsebo's uh, cafes come on board, Balsebo and Co, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're very grateful for them. You boys been in there before? I have. Good coffee, mm-hmm. good feed. Yeah. Yep. Great coffee. Very Great good coffee. Man. Great coffee. Feel so, good cocktail if you like something a bit fancy too. Yeah, so I know they're going to be doing um, two-for-one deals on the alcoholic beverages coming up on Friday nights. So for those that are playing on a Saturday and want to get a few sneaky ones in or if you're not playing footy but you're, you're a bit excited for the weekend, head in there and uh, get a two-for-one deal, get a feed. They they do it all there. So big thanks to Balsebos for that and Great to have the boys back, actually. It's been a while. So uh, we'll go around the circle or the uh, the table in my uh, spare room and we'll go with Hixie. What have you been up to, mate? Uh, not much really, mate. Um, we, we've kicked off our footy um, two weeks ago. Record? So, uh, two from two. Nice. Yeah. So. I reckon you've been in the best, both both games, actually. No, no. Just, from just, what I've seen on Sporting Pulse. No, just the one, mate. But <laughs> the one. He's looking like that little Chris Judge, that big head wobble just yeah, going on as it happens. So, oh, well, you got to do sometimes, but um, two night games to start as well. So it's been interesting. Yellow, yeah. yellow, yellow pill. Yeah, yellow pill. I, I don't mind them. It's just the day takes so long by the time we get there. It gets dewy though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what Saturday, time do the thirds kick off? Two. That's a two, four, six. Yeah. 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 But we'll Saturday night was absolutely pissing down. So it was terrible conditions, but um, pies are going well. Um, the Dolphins are still in the eight in the NRL, and the Hammers are out of um, relegation. So the Hammers, the Hammers, my uh, West Ham United, are out of relegation. And, and what sports that? EPL, man. Oh, right, the, the soccer. soccer. Yeah. Oh, the round one. Yeah, that one that they use that sphere thing. Oh, the round ball. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, Bronson's pastime. Yes. <laughs> so that's all I've been up to. Um, Corey, got you on this episode today, and what have you been up to? Um, well, I don't know how long it's been since I've been. Probably about a, probably more than a month. Be more than a month, I reckon. About a month. Yeah. So, well, since then, I don't know if I've I won the flag cricket, so that was good. Yes. Was You're on the leaderboard behind us. Yeah, I don't know if I've been on since then or not. So yeah, yeah, that ha- that happened anyway. You recovered um, from that yet? Yep. Um, the boys didn't actually um celebrate as much as I thought they would. A few few older boys there with uh, families and better things to do, but I definitely tipped in a few. Um. And what else have we been doing? I've been playing footy, kicked off 2-0 and at the Katandra Cats. Um, we actually had an ex-AFL footballer, um, Cam Ellis Yolman from Brisbane and Adelaide, play for us one game. So Big boy. Oh, huge. he's <laughs> a man mountain. He's huge. He's, he's about half an inch taller than me and he's just built like a brick shit house. So you put him in the back pocket? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he, ran, he ran through the guts all day, didn't change. Yeah, that's a <laughs> Just a beast of a man. Yeah, good bloke too. Um other than that, uh, just telling Liam what to do at work, and yeah, that's about it for me. Win loss record at Cats. Yep, I said two and zero. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. Well, <laughs> there's all there's all W's on the board. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Go to Cats. Lorny. Yeah, I'll keep the trend rolling. Zero from zero. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't lost. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't been doing anything. Probably I don't know. Last time I was on was when Corey was on. So how are the lawns looking? Uh, they're a bit dormant at the moment. Not yeah. not growing a whole lot at the moment. So I've um had a couple of weeks off from that. Um, which has been nice, but um, 
Yeah, no, I've been doing stuff all, so let's just get into it. Like flying <laughs> a trade at Gold Murray Water. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yep. no, they're not a sponsor, so moving on. <laughs> what about you, Jack? Uh, Big do- box head. <laughs> How many times have I told him not to call me Boxhead? And he just comes swinging. Well, Stop telling me not to, and I might. Anyway, so I've uh, I've just got back from Perth, hence why you boys couldn't carry carry anything while I've been away. So went to Perth, went and watched the waffle over there. Actually, uh, the raffle. So that was really good. Went and watched East Perth versus. I can't even remember now. I must have had a few frothies. But... So anyway, uh... <laughs> no, but that, that was really good. Um, and then I went to Optus Stadium. Have you any of you been over there? No, but it looks unreal. Yeah, so I went and watched a bit of a fizzer, Melbourne versus West Coast, um, and then come back home and thought we'd better get SC rolling again. So uh, that's about it for me, boys. But we'll go around the world at the moment. We've had the uh, we've had the IPL on, which is Thorny's our cricket man, and he said I couldn't give two stuffs about it. So um, there must be much happening in the world there. Oh, I'll, I'll have a quick look if you want to go. There's a little bit going on. Yeah. Um, Sachin Tendulkar's son had yeah. his debut. Did he? Yeah. Arj- it felt like Arjun. not long ago people were talking about when he was like, he must, how old yeah. is he? Um, 12. Yeah, I'm not sure. He's pretty young. <laughs> if you get the birth certificate. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, <laughs> He's a left-hand bowler and a um, left-hand lower-order batsman. So I wasn't really taken after his dad much, but he was probably just in the backyard bowling ball after ball to his mm. dad. Yeah, that's probably why he's a bowler. You're going to be flat if you're Sachin, <laughs> having a batsman as a child. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to teach him how to bowl. Oh, he's just the most <laughs> famous person in India. I'm pretty sure he won't be flat. <laughs> but um, yeah, we obviously got the NBA playoffs, which have started. Uh, had the playing tournaments, which was interesting within itself. Um, who are our favourites? I know we'll get into it in a little bit, bit of a breakdown of the brackets and who we see going through next. But who are your favourites going into it? Anything? Any big insights you want to add to it? Uh, for favourites, I'd probably have to say the Bucks, but yeah, but it, yeah, but it's it's hard. Yeah, see, yeah, Giannis is out at the moment. I oh, know I could see three or four teams going you know, like um, Phoenix, Bucks, Boston if they get it together, which they're starting to play good basketball. Um, and even uh, Philadelphia, as much as it hurts to say, I don't really not a huge fan of them. But well, they're two and zip. Yeah, so I don't know shaping up pretty well, and even the Kings. So. But the king, I don't think the kings are going. To win. So you've just picked like nine teams. Yeah, so that's very most good. Teams. What about you boys? How are we looking? Uh, the dark horse, I reckon. Yeah, we spoke about it earlier. We did Lakers are going to win the chip? Yeah, signed, sealed, and delivered. Yeah. If uh, AD and LeBron stay healthy, we they, joke about it, but it's a legitimate a chance. Hundred percent it is. So they they will beat the Grizzlies, no doubt. Jeez, uh, I'll piss if next week we come back to this and they're yeah. down like one three. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, go on. Yeah, LeBron and AD stay healthy. I don't see why they can't. And if D'Lo can, you know, give them twenty and five a night, I don't see why they can't win it. Hixie, uh, your Pelicans are out, so you go back to the default. Um, well, ever since I came third last in our fantasy, I've kind of given up on the NBA. But um, <laughs> we've got a sneaky bet on Boston, so yeah, they're my tip. Yeah, that was an absolute nosedive if I've seen one. You were you were top of the table, maybe, or was, definitely was, top four. Yeah, I was sitting fourth, and then um, I was boasting about how well I was going, and then you know just went straight down to the bottom. So mm-hmm. speaking of that, happens. just just sit the crown on my head <laughs> uh, if you want. Uh, yeah, good it, was nev- it was inevitable. <laughs> that was just at the start of the year. You might as well just give me the money now. Said the bloke that messaged every three hours. Oh, my team's stuffed. This bloke's stuffed. He's out. Yep. I'm no good. Yep, one without KD. So I'm a goat. Ah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Cody still hasn't paid me. 
Hadn't he? No. Have you got your payment? No, no wonder he didn't come tonight. No, I've mm-hmm. got to give a payment, to be fair. Yes, yeah, oh, true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what's happened in our other league. We haven't even spoken in that yeah, league. Yeah, I've got to round it up. Yeah. I've been mean to. I keep forgetting. I don't that. even know who's won it. Wouldn't have a clue. As uh, Steve Barrett or Jonty Ward. I'm pretty sure Steve Barrett won it. Absolutely. He just pipped me the week before, too. And moving on very quickly. We obviously had the gather round last weekend, which we'll break down later on. But Adelaide's got live golf this weekend. The big leashman um, was on AFL 360 last night. I've seen that. Um, is there any notable absences? Does anyone know? Or have we got a full squad of live golfers? No one knows? Um, or is it in Adelaide? There'd be yeah. a few. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit going on in Adelaide lately. Starts Friday, but. Yeah, so yeah. That, that, that'd be really 30, I think it's $37 million total prize money. Jeez. Fucking ridiculous. Gross. The winner gets $5.9 million <laughs> individual and then $4 million for their team. Damn. Adelaide's raking it at the moment. Ridiculous. Very good to watch. John Rahm obviously won the Masters and did so quite convincingly considering, um, what's his name? I've lost at the top of my head. He was Brooks leading. Cupcake. Brooks Yeah, Brooks yeah. Cupcake was four shots in front and then – uh, what do you call it? John Rahm ended up winning by four shots. So it was a bit of a Greg Norman-esque performance. But What about Filthy Phil? You'd be happy with that, Thorny. Mm. Was that seven under on the last day? Yeah. I think he had. Tied second. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's all great. But um, we'll get into the NBA for the bracket at the moment. And I think we'll go through starting with the East. Starting with the East, we'll go from the, t- uh, the top of the brackets and – where they're at and who we think will succeed on to the next round. So um, Bucks versus the Heat at the moment. Miami are leading that one zip. Um, Corey's obviously got the Bucks to win it, so he will see them coming storming home from there. And how do you see it, Thorny? Um, oh, I'd, well, it depends how long Giannis is out for. He, what, what is his injury? Uh, I don't mean? actually know. I think he, he, got, he took a charge, and I think he oh, – I saw a video of it. I think I'm pretty sure he took a charge because I saw it. A few posts saying that they're trying to stamp out that the charge taking in yep. the NBA is a bit of a stupid. Like that's the same as AFL trying to stamp out some of these tackles. Like, yeah, and um, we'll get to that. Game. It's been a part of the game for how long? Um, nice little uh, merger for the votes at the end of the night. But go on. But um, Heat have got um, what's his name? Ty Harrow broke his wrist, yeah. so that's a huge out um, mm. for them. Um, but I think the Bucks. I think the Bucks will go through. Yeah, I not. The most confident tip, but I think the Bucks will go through as they should. But again, depends how long Giannis is out for. Because if he's out, Jimmy's going to have a field day. Oh, true. Holidays there. Oh, yeah. They're pretty good defensively, Bucks. Like, true. Brooke, yeah. Brooke Lopez. I still think without Giannis, they're not. They're definitely not the side that they are. I'll, um, I've been fortunate enough to be on the Mojo State side basketball. And the conversation for last week was. If Miami if Miami loses, will they blow up Miami? Because you've got, as in the team, not the actual city, but Damn. they've got they've got yeah. Gabe Vincent, Cole Larry, Toll Hero, all these sort of players in the same vicinity. Do you think there's a chance that they'll blow it up at the end of the season? Yeah, why not? You're not you're not anywhere. At Middle, like they were lucky to make if the playoffs. Seed, you know, and you've had sort of a very similar list the last two or three years, which they have. Yeah, you just. You know, it's like the Raptors, same thing. I would think with the Raptors, just blow it up and start something new, see what you can get. And- I mean, I'd try and keep, obviously, Jimmy Butler, Bam. As I don't rate Bam. Overrated. I don't, yeah, I don't rate Bam at all, but, like, you try and keep him. He's a, he's a, he's a gun centre. Um, I'd try and keep Hero. I'd get rid of Larry for some, maybe a, 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 a young piece. Yeah. Um, 
He'd give him off to fucking Detroit or something like that. His, <laughs> something his career will go to crumble. Um, <laughs> Where all dreams go to die. Yeah. Um, oh, four, yeah, baby. I can see them getting rid of a few if oh, they don't. Four, <laughs> if they don't win this, this series. All right. Moving on to the Cavs versus the Knicks. They're one all at the moment. I see this series going to seven. I reckon it's one of those ones you could pick it either way, but I think the Cavs might get it done. Uh, how do you boys say it? Yeah. Yep. I say the same. I. Just think the Knicks are a little bit fraudulent still. Um, they got what well, they lose by today a fair bit. Yeah, got, got clapped. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why Cody's pulled out uh, <laughs> of this late podcast. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, <coughs> the only thing that I can see at the moment is the Cavs have dropped one at home. You can't drop one at home early. Um, so if Knicks go home, they're going to have a massive crowd at the Knicks because you know what they turn up like at the basketball. I don't know. I think Cavs should do it, but I wouldn't be completely shocked if, if Knicks did it, you know, in six or something even either. Hmm. I think the Cavs' defense will win them games. Jared Allen, Mobley. And they, I reckon their, their star power is better than the Knicks in um, Donovan and um, Garland. All right. The Battle of the Northeast next with the 76ers and the Nets. Um, I think we're all going to be pretty unanimous in this that the 76ers should breeze through it. Is that correct? Keyword should, yes. Should, yeah, of yeah. course. Get the brooms out. Ooh. Yep. Brooklyn aren't going to win a game. Who's going to go up against Embiid? Claxton. Did you see what he did the other day? No. He had zero points and like two rebounds or something like that in a game against him. Nick Claxton is not that good. No, nah, he's not that good. He's good. But he's a great Walter. defender. Gonna, great defender. He, yeah, he might be a good defender, but he's going up against the potential MVP. Yeah. Um. There's definitely a size difference there as well in the post. Like, Embiid's going to bully him. Also, yeah. you've got and the assist then, leader and feeding then, him and, too. And you've got Harden and Maxi's playing well. Tobias Harris is your fourth string, which he should be. At best. Um, and PJ Tucker's there filling in the numbers. So um, I think Sixers are getting brooms out. Fill your boots. Uh, Celtics, Hawks, bit of the same sort of storyline. Celtics should breeze through that, we think. Yeah. yeah you'd, well, yeah, you'd think so. But I think... I don't know. The Hawks actually have a good side on paper. There's not. I don't think that Murray and um, Murray and Young, Trey Young, oh, don't tell has, Shed that, has uh, sort of gelled enough for them. And that, I like think it. I think they've um, underused because I think Capella has been really, really good for them in previous, like the last two seasons. I you've been, been big. It, you've been big on that. I've been big on Capella, and they've just underutilized him as a as a lob sort of player, and they're they're going towards that sort of Trey you shoot most of the time or. Pass off to fucking Murray. So I don't know. I feel like they could utilize Capella a bit more, and even John Collins. Like he's only putting up ten or twelve points a game. Um, but I, yeah, I don't see them beating off in Boston at all. You reckon the green and white will go all right, Hicksy? Yeah, um, Hicksy's just woken up. So yeah. <laughs> like the Undertaker. Yeah, they'll um, get the brooms out as well. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the brooms are out for the Celtics. Is it, there's a big trip to Bunnings, I reckon, at the way we're going. Nuggets versus Timberwolves. Um, Personally, I see the Nuggets going through that. I just think the Timberwolves are gas. I think that they are just fundamentally so incorrect. I think Mike Conley actually has been a good pickup. Yes. Even though I think it's laughable that his jersey is getting retired at uh, Utah. Not Utah. Memphis. Um, Memphis. At Memphis, yeah. sorry. My apologies. Didn't make an all-star at Memphis. Yeah, know. and he's getting his jo- uh, jersey retired. Yeah, he didn't. He made his first all-star at Utah. Was it yeah. Utah? Yeah. 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 And it was a great ball, wasn't it? Solid, yeah. solid player. Don't get me wrong. But probably the eighth best point guard in the league or something like that. And probably at, at, best. at his peak, probably like the fifth best point guard in the league, maybe. And that's yeah. probably 
seven or eight years ago when Zach Randolph and Marcus Gasol were there. So. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, I think the Nuggets should win that, but I'm worried for the Nuggets in the further along that the playoffs go because I think they don't have too much depth. Yeah. It's not as much as you think. So you're going to be relying off obviously Jokic. You need you need Murray, Porter Jr. and Gordon to be getting around 60 points a game for Boy, him. Porter Jr. started to play some all right basketball. Yeah. I watched a little bit the other day and he looked pretty good. Yeah, the Guido. <laughs> um, but, yes, do you, do you think the Nuggets? Yeah, Nuggets. I reckon, I reckon Timberwolves might still won. Yeah. Um, actually, I tell you, he's been playing well for him. Kyle, Kyle Anderson. Anderson. He's actually yeah. been playing real well for him. Yeah. Since he got punched. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. One of the games he had, like, Four steals and four blocks. He's a good defensive player. Yeah, considering he moves like Slow a mode. fucking glacier. Um, yeah. yeah, I think the Nuggets win it pretty easy. Very but good. But again, just one thing on the Nuggets, they're just a regular season team. Yep. That's all I can take away from their season. Agreed. Especially the last couple of seasons when they've had the MVP. He's literally, he's done a lot, but the team has done nothing in the postseason. So they'll they'll bomb out next round. All right, moving on. Suns Clippers one all at the moment. Which this is, is the best. This is the best. Yeah. Bracket of yeah. The best games. games. The best games that we've got is Suns and Clippers. Uh, Westbrook had a great game today. Um, Kawhi Leonard carrying as per usual. Not sure. I don't think Paul George is going to be back for a while oh, no. with he, that knee. He'll be back after this series if they win. I think I read. Yeah. Um, and the Suns, well, obviously, like the depth that they've got in that starting five is ridiculous. So I think that the Suns obviously should win it. I think they win it in six, but how do you say it? Yeah, I, I think the Suns get it done just purely on um, offense. Yeah. Um, you can tell that they're missing that. Obviously, they got KD, but they're missing that defense from um, Mikel Bridges. Mm. I think that's huge, a huge loss, but obviously they got fucking KD in that trade. So, yeah, um, yeah I think the Suns just win on pure offense. Yeah. Second best Probably games is next is in the Kings and the Warriors. Hold up. Hold up. You didn't go to me for that. Yeah, Lambstone. Yeah. Just take a sec, mate. <laughs> Wind it back. I think the, the Suns and the Clippers are very similar poise to Cleveland and the Knicks being the four and five teams. And um, we'd all probably say that the Suns have got the better team with Paul George not being in with the Clippers. But Clippers have taken one away early. Now we're going back to Los Angeles. If they can win both the games at home, I think Suns will Suns will crumble. That's just my honest opinion. I think Kawhi could be the guy, and he will he will shut down whoever he's on. Um, you know, obviously Durant and Booker are going to get their shots, so they'll probably still put up twenty five or thirty. But you know, in a lot of other games, they're probably putting up forty, forty five sort of things. So, um, but again, I think. Oh, it's hard to tell with that game. I it, I would be very interested to see the first game back in Los Angeles. If Clippers win, I'm on the Clippers bandwagon. The Suns win, I reckon it's all over. Sitting on the fence, I like it. Yep. Um, Grizzlies Lakers. So obviously, you think the Lakers win that because you've got them to win the chip. Um, I actually think they win it as well. Um, sneaking in at the seventh seed, I think that they're they're getting their combinations right with the different plays that they got on the court. Like um, Vanderbilt knows his role. Um, Schroeder, Beasley, Reeves all know when to shoot. If one of them's hitting 20 points a night and the others are hitting double digits, they're going to be looking real good. And obviously it depends on the health of AD and LeBron, but I do think that they win that series. How do you see it, Corker? I'm interested. I can see it going to game seven, I reckon. Yeah, I, reckon I can goal. see it going to game seven. Um, 
it's yeah, I don't know. It's obviously yeah, like you said, it's all all on whether the Lakers stay healthy. If they stay healthy, I think it still goes to Game Seven, and they probably just win it for me. But I don't know. I can see the Grizzlies winning as well, so it's that's why I think it's going Game Seven. So I don't know. It's it's a hard one. I think Grizzlies are still still a really good fucking side. Obviously, they second seed. So um, but yeah, the Lakers. Are, yeah, they are starting to gel, which is um, dangerous for the rest of the um, rest of the league. All right, we've just given a nice little breakdown there with actually no insight for who should win. Um, Hixie, what have you got for us, mate? You missed a game. And you missed the Kings Warriors as well, champ. Um, yeah, oh, like, I did Lakers too. Win that, yep. Lakers win that, with, yes. With the, with the Lakers and the Grizzlies matchup, Grizzlies excited. don't have a big man to go against AD, and I think we saw that in the first game and AD got like seven blocks. So... They're going to have to be really good at shooting, and I don't think Jar is that good of a shooter. No. Um, you know. He is in strip clubs, though. Yeah, I was just <laughs> going to say, minus the, uh, minus the old down the street with the Glock. Kratata. <laughs> in the ghetto. Swear to God, legend. But, yeah, I think, I think Lakers do Grizzlies pretty easy in this. In this. I think it'll, it, it'll be max six games, and Lakers will do it pretty easily. I mean, okay. They do have Jaron Jackson Jr., but he's not – Stopping AD. No, Stephen Adams. No, I don't think he's stopping from AD from scoring. No, uh, but he'll stop him to a certain extent. I mean, he's a, he's a, he just won the Defensive Player of the Year for a reason. I reckon if he's gonna if he's gonna stop someone, he'd be able to stop LeBron. But mm. I don't think he'd be able to stop AD in the post or, yeah. or like close, that's, that's close to the basket. That's fair. That's fair. I just think um, AD with no Aquaman playing for the Grizzlies, I think he'll just dominate. Yeah, bully Yep. Yep. That Tillman's just not ah. player Freddy. <laughs> Yeah, my apologies. I skipped over the Kings Warriors game as um, Thorny wanted to get his two bobs in, which is fair. That's why we got him in. So Kings Warriors has been an electric start. That f- that first game is one of the best games for the year, I reckon. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, obviously, Fox is dominated really, really strong. Sabonis, but their bench has been really good too. In Monk, um, Trey Lyles at times. Davion Mitchell, I rate Trey Lyles. Yeah, a good bench. I told him this the other day. Trey Lyles is good. Monk's been real good. Uh, Davion Mitchell. Yep. They're, they're a good side. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why Keegan Murray's still starting, but anyway. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I I think the, with the Kings having that two-zip buffer, and I know it goes to the Warriors now, I still think that that – Warriors will come. Oh, yeah, that will. That will definitely come, but I still think the Kings will win it in six. Mm, yeah. Bit of a, yeah, I reckon Kings in six as well. Yeah. Yep. I hope anyway. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting. I don't know. If – Steph gets up and starts playing some real ball, I, I reckon even the Warriors could do it in six. They could just win the next four easily. I think that, oh, would, that would be tasty. Because I see the Kings as a team similar to the Nuggets. I reckon that they'll be a very good regular season team, but I'm still jury's, you, jury's still out. You cannot be sold on them yet. They got yeah. no. You look at all these top teams. They got like two, at least two players with that sort of killer instinct, and you know they can turn it on in big games. I know you got Fox, but like can Sabonis, as much as I love him, can Sabonis do that? I don't know because he's never freaking been there. Yeah. Um, whereas you got um, Warriors, obviously Steph, Clay, like you can say Paul Wiggins, Draymond. You can just keep listing them off. The nucleus. Is um, the I think the thing with the Kings is we haven't seen with a bit of adversity yet. Like one, if they lose one and they lose one bad, they might drop their heads and go, "Oh, we're stuffed here." But we haven't seen that yet, so who knows? It's amazing how much of. How much of a difference that trade for um, Sabonis and Halliburton has helped both teams? Mm. 
Yeah. Like, I know the paces haven't been good. I think the paces will get better. They will. Yeah. And he's one of the better point guards in the league and will be for a long time. And it's just a, it's just like how quick it changed Sacramento from being a... Cellar dweller. A, yeah, a nothing side to being a, a really good side. Well, they finished the third seed. So. Yeah. Nobody would have picked that. Nah. No one in the world would have Nope. They haven't that, played playoffs since 2004 or something well, like that. Yeah, so Mike Brown, who got coached, who they brought in, I think from the 76ers, they said to him, you need to make playoffs or you're out after the first year. And he was like, oh, give us a break. And then they end up finishing third seed. So he's exceeded expectations. Yeah. Uh, any other NBA things to touch on? Um, touch on. What are the player awards that have been? Defensive yeah. player of the year, Triple J. Yep. Um, and that's it at this stage, I believe. Oh, and the, was that clutch award an actual award? Or no, it wasn't? It was no, just a page. Just a page. Yeah. Um, but enough of this. We're digging into Sam Draper time at the moment. So we'll go to a break and we'll be back after this. Oh, oh shit, we're on. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, we're just going to delve into a sport that we don't really touch on here. Touch um, on. Touch on. Touch on. On SC. Uh, the ice hockey, because it's coming to Melbourne in September, I believe it is. Do you remember? Anyway, um, it's the LA Kings versus Arizona Coyotes. Um, who are the big players for them? Uh, it's actually an Australian who plays for oh. the Kings. Yep. Bit of research from Hicks. He just says, sit down. He's, he's one of those people who was born in Australia but grew up in different R- countries. Corey Corey Irving. Irving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he plays for the Kings. Um, but yeah, Cork was just saying the tickets are 460 bucks, which is a bit steep, but that's all right because um, SC is going to cover it for us. And I was we'll, waiting for corporate it. Box. Corporate box. Corporate yeah, box. corporate box, boys. And um, I won't rock up this time. Oh, it only costs like 800 bucks. We'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give you a uh, live update of that. Um, well, if we get some more sponsors on board, boys, we'll see what happens. Who knows what could happen. Um, but, yeah, we just thought we'll uh, touch on a bit of ice hockey because um, we don't really do that. So we might um, choose a side and follow them throughout the season. I'm not too sure when the season starts, but, yeah. Um, the actual NHL. Yeah, the NHL. Well, it's, 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 <laughs> oh, it's in, actually it's into the Stanley Cup, isn't it? It's into the Stanley yeah. Cup at the moment. Um, currently, at the moment, the Avalanche are favourite to win it. And Avalanche. the Boston Bruins actually have you Gilmore's uh, favourite team. So. I think the Avalanche is one up last year, maybe. Yeah, so yeah. Boston Bruins are the red-hot favourites. Um, if anyone, again, is an NHL fan, DM us. Let us know if we've got some stuff wrong or if you want to add something into it for the show or even want to come on board, let us know because uh, Cork is in strife of losing his role at number four at this stage. Um, yeah, the EPL at the moment, uh, Arsenal just fumbling the bag a little bit. There's only seven games to go. Um, they're on 74 points in... Man City on 70 with a game in hand are creeping up on them. But they've got uh, Erling Haaland has basically broken all records as we knew he was going to at the start of the year. I mean, obviously, we talked about about six months ago how well he was going. But I think it just sort of got swept under the rug. It was like, oh, he's kicked another goal. He's kicked another goal. But uh, he's on 32 at the moment, which is equal to Mo Salah's um, greatest season. So he's still got eight games to kick goals. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. So um, robotic stuff there. How many games do they play? 38. So you play 20 teams and then you play everyone twice. And he's going to kick a goal again. You'd say so. So he could, he could hit the 40 mark. Um, bit of overs-unders there. We might have to look up the odds on that. Yeah. What does anything happen with Manchester City? How they got? Yeah, that's unbelievable. I haven't heard anything that's come from that. I don't know whether the oil money's just crept yeah, through. I don't probably just paid more to sweep it under the rug. I don't know. Maybe they're hosting a live event somewhere. But uh, yeah, I don't. I reckon that's a great point. I have no idea what's going on in terms of that. It seems to be kept pretty hush. Maybe it's for after the season. I'm not sure. But we go down to the the other end of the table. Exciting. Yeah, yeah. We're just doing a pot over here, boys. If that's okay with you. 
if you wouldn't mind fucking up for a bit. Um, Chelsea's Chelsea's in eleventh at the moment, and they're in dire straits. Frank Lampard's been back for two games, and he's always he's already getting the uh, the chance. You'll be sacked in the morning, <laughs> and he's just being an interim coach, so that's quite interesting. But your hammers are get, you're going really well. They were the ones that went two all against Arsenal yes. the other day. Very good by the boys. Um, didn't watch it. Don't know who scored goals, but well done. It's all about the belief. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. yeah. And I've had sh- I've had shed in my ear saying, "Oh, we beat you. Can't wait to play again." And we clapped them six one. Yeah, so that's great. Is Leicester going? Uh, Leicester is in nineteenth, mate. So is that relegation? Yes, it is. So they're at least they'll get something. They need t- two points. All the teams from sixteenth to nineteenth, where you are. Uh, are within four points of each other. So, and there's both all got seven games left. So it's possible, um, but not looking likely at this stage. I think Jamie Vardy and his uh, Red Bulls before a game are out the window. Jamie Vardy's already gone to the pool party, has he? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so, mate. But hey, that's the wrap on the EPL. We've had a bit of talk about it, but let's get to the real stuff, boys, and gather around for the last week of footy because I know we missed a couple of weeks but who everyone already knows the results from that so we'll uh, get back in the time machine as Thorny likes to say here we go and go back to Thursday night fit bell so with the ball Adelaide Carlton who wants to take it over boys Adelaide Carlton oh, I, don't, I can't even remember I was a bit I was surprised I tipped Adelaide <laughs> I didn't Rampage I tipped Adelaide as well tipped them by 15 to be fair yeah, it wasn't wasn't expected. Wasn't fifty six points. They, they, they first six or eight, seven? Eight, eight, eight goals to two Fuck. in the first quarter. So she was Jesus. over at quarter time. Um, <laughs> Jordan Dawson is having a huge season. Yeah, he's a gun. Um, who played well? Dawson, obviously. Led had a stack of it as usual. Um, Murray in defence has been mm. really good. Bit of a revelation. He played on Kerno, who kicked two, but he's uh, been he's been quite well. Fogarty now. kicked five. Yes. Um, ben Keys played a bit more of a forward role, which is interesting. Kick three, Tex kick three, kick uh, three three as well. So no, they're looking um, really good, Adelaide. And I know that it was the gather round, but um, Carlton are expected to be a finals team. So and Sam Walsh in his first game back as well at twenty five and one. So good to see him back out there. Yeah. Um, and just a quick update on the Owies update. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, he's still out hamstring three to four weeks. So. Uh, we miss yeah. you, mate. We met, Cripps had a prayers up. up. He, did. he did. He did. 19 he did. touches. Jeez. 10 tackles. But Just a quick one. It was, we'll, uh, we'll roll through it. Is it a bit of a blip for Carlton, a bit of a loss, Adelaide in form at home, or are you a bit worried about where the Blues are heading? I think it's a bit of both. Yeah. I think Adelaide, I mean, you look at the the top four sides, so you, you say Collingwood, Essendon, uh, sorry, not the top, so Collingwood, Essendon, St Kilda, Adelaide, and you could probably chuck in Melbourne. So five of the top eight there, they're all playing real similar footy. Like, <clears throat> sorry, cat got me tongue. So they like hunt the ball, get numbers to the ball, and then spread and go hit the corridor. And you can see that it's just working for all these clubs like St Kilda, Adelaide, and Essendon were nowhere near it last year, really. And their their game plans have dramatically changed, and they're playing really good football. As much as I hate to say, Essendon are playing good football. Um, and it's good to see. Like Adelaide, Carlton had no answers. Well, the, even though they've got star power, they got they got more talent on the field than any club. I would almost say Carlton. Um, it's just that these coaching structures that are coming from oh, was it Matthew Nix, Scott, um, and then obviously Craig McRae, they're working. Yeah. Um, and it's it's. 
fascinating to watch how good these teams are playing, really. Football has become a lot more system-based than relying on someone to have an enormous game and carry across the line. Like, if you look at probably the three teams that come to mind in West Coast, Freo and the Suns, one thing that they're doing is still chipping the ball around and looking for that 45 and, you know, what's it called? The switch where you switch across the play. Mm. And that hasn't served them well. Look at Freo. They've just been holding the ball up, holding the ball up. Boring. Boring, and they're going nowhere, and that's mm. why obviously it's speci- easy to defend. Specifically, yeah. West Coast and Gold Coast are right down the bottom because they're just stagnant. And yeah. it sounds weird to say the more exciting a team is to watch, they're nearly playing better because of it as well. It's, it's the hardest game style to play against when it's quick. Yeah, yeah you, you, see, you don't mind defending yeah. when it's when they're when like stationary targets and yeah. things like that. It's whatever we can we can move the web back and just keep yeah. pushing back into defense. But if you're running from the handball receive or you know, even if it's a kick to your advantage where you can run onto it, it just it makes it so much harder to defend than um, just kicking to stationary targets throughout the ground or chipping it around for a switch. You know, you can set up for that kind of play, whereas your daring teams like your Collingwoods and your Essendons at the moment, they're just throwing the playbook out the window and going, we're going to play this new style, whereas don't care if you, if you fuck it up, you just... Just keep going. Just get numbers. To but the you also set up behind the play. You set up behind the play. Every team sets up behind the play, but it's how well you react to the contested ball and, and the winning of the contested or the loose ball is, is how the game is being. Yeah. See, they see they how, talk about points from turnover is like yeah. massive. Essendon, actually, I heard it. I was listening to, who was it? Uh, was it Sports King, King and Waitley? I think it was today. And, yeah. and Essendon actually, that's their one downfall is they're scoring off turnovers and they're back 50. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like they're playing really good footy, but they, there's still a lot of room for improvement. Whereas Collingwood and St Kilda are, are up the top for that. Yep. <clears throat> so that's pretty scary. Essendon are playing such good footy, and they still got heaps of, heaps of room to improve. Um, yeah, it's like you look at Collingwood how they play. They in their defensive fifty, they just flood. They get as many numbers as they can to a, a, a like a long ball coming in. And there is times where Collingwood leave a couple of forwards out the back. And if you get through that six-on-three, six-on-four situation, then good on you sort of thing. Yeah. That's that's going to happen maybe how many? Once in every five or six times, maybe. Um, but the numbers outweigh with at, like at the contest. So nine times out of ten, Collingwood are going to win that and they're off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So it's, it's an exciting – Brand of football, and it's it's kind of strange because Collingwood seemed like they were the only team that were playing this type of football and doing it well last year. Whereas you see these Agreed. other new teams coming in and they're doing it really well. There's so. a bit of Richmond Esk as well before that as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's the Adelaide Carlton game, <laughs> which we were talking about ten minutes ago. But I no, I, very good uh, insight there, Chua. I do like it. <laughs> but uh, Frio Suns next game, I didn't actually quite catch it until towards the end. Um, how did you boys say if anyone did get to watch it? What was it? Gold Coast Frio. Uh, Sean Darcy absolutely had his way in the oh, ruck because yeah. they had yeah. no wits. Oh, they true. Had, they had some young fella. Like Ned Cook. Moyle. Was that who it was? Uh, Ned uh, Moyle. And he, Ned. I think Sean Darcy had like 50 hit outs or something. <laughs> you should have seen the comparison. Like Sean Darcy is what? He'd be 203, 204. He's not the tallest of the tall ruck. But, he's got, but he, they would. Mason Cox was saying on his podcast, which I was listening to today, they have him listed at 110 kilos. And Coxie was saying, there is no way that bloke is 110 kilos. He's saying he's pushing over 120. He's just a thick boy. And like, then the bloke he's coming up against would have been 95 kilos ringing wet with bricks in his pockets (laughs) and about 
two or three inches shorter than him. It, and he's just – Coxie was just pretty much saying how the Ruckman these days is such an important role, and we're seeing it a lot at Collingwood at the moment. I know mm-hmm. we're talking Freo Gold Coast here, but yeah, it's yeah. just one of those things that – if you can't if you can't have a dominant ruckman now to at least bring the ball into the general direction where you want it to go, um, you're stuffed. Yeah. You've just got no chance to you're chasing your tail. You're chasing your tail. Your, your midfielders have got to work overtime to chase us and then win the ball back and then get it forward. Whereas, you know, like that's probably what. And at the end of the day, it was probably Sean Darcy who actually probably propelled because they only won by ten points. Like mm. they should have blitzed Gold Coast. And they got it. They scraped across the line by ten points. Darcy's had fifty hitouts. I think Walters kicked four. Um, Frederick played well. Um, I think I think Schultz and um, Switkowski or whatever played well. Switkowski got injured, didn't he? Yeah, I think he might have in the end. Um, but you know, I still think yeah, Frio. You, you can you can't trust them. Gold Coast, you can't trust yeah. them. They're both just salad dweller sides, and they'll. Well, yeah, that, that leads well. to my next question. It's we'll just quickly wrap up on this. Where to for the Gold Coast Suns? Like we're not we're not the type of media that hunts for people and stuff like. That. We're not even media, let's be honest. But like, is Stuart Dew in massive strife? And also, where do you see him heading? Well, I don't know. I saw a, I saw a um article today or yesterday that he's still they're still going to aim for finals. So I don't know. It's what are they one and four? They're, yeah, they're, they beat Geelong. Yeah, which is a good effort. Um, but Geelong, I don't know what was happening with Geelong at that time. Um, but, I mean, they were, what, just out of the eight last year. You, you probably expect, like, I expected improvement from them. I, I actually had them just scraping into the eight. Um, but I don't know. don't know what's happening, to be honest. It's obviously wit's been down these last two games. I think it was the last two or three weeks. It's hurt them a shitload. And I think it hurts them. Obviously, it hurts them in the ruck, but... I think it's more around the ground. Like Wits is one of the better ruckmen around the ground, at, like contested marking, um, and he gets you your clearances from throw-ins and whatnot. Um, so, and uh, that's going for other teams as well that are missing rucks, like Collingwood are missing rucks, and I think it's hurting us more around the ground than it is in actual centre clearances. Yep. But the Suns, I don't know. Um, do you still yeah, do you still see him finishing? In the I finals? don't see him make a finals now. No, but. Um, does losing Rankin hurt a lot? Yeah, I think I think losing Rankin actually probably set them back fifteen points a game. Yeah, I, I, you know, not a huge amount, but but he he reaps the benefits from another system again. Like, oh, it's just one of those players that Adelaide's forward line is. I'm going to go out and say it. I think Adelaide have the best forward line in the comp at the moment. Just systematic structure wise, wise yeah. structure wise, well oiled machine. They all know their positions. Then they're all kicking goals. Fogarty's kicking five. Texas kicking three. Rankin's Rochelle. kicking two. Rochelle's yeah. kicking two. Um, I don't. Ben Keys is kicking three. Like these, yeah. the, all, all of their smalls and talls are playing really well. Um, and you know you can't say that for a lot they, of sides. They're they're kicking efficiency going side fifties elite. Yeah, it's just, and it just goes to show as well. Like Adelaide last year, porridge. Like yeah. no good at all. Mm. But if you want to take the game on and play fast footy and back yourselves and just, you know, throw caution to the wind, you know, even Collingwood before last year, porridge team, absolutely rubbish, and then they go in to make a prelim. It just shows that you've got to play with a bit of dare now in footy. It's not just all defense, you know, this, that, and the other. You've got to have great players – not great players, but you've got to have system players all around the ground. I um, think um, 
Suns were pretty stiff. Luke, like Lukosius, he's actually starting to play some really good football. What he kicked like five goals a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and then against Fremantle, he kicks one goal four. Yeah. Yep. So like he, they could have had that easily won if he had a kick straight. That's what I, I think some of their players need to take that next step and become better players. They need more A graders in their team. Um, well, you look at their team, like Took Miller, obviously, Wits are their best players. But then after that, it kind of drops off a lot. Anderson, um, Anderson, Lukosh is taking that step. Yeah, they need to take those next step, those younger kids. Yeah. Um, ben King, he needs to, yeah, take that next step as a forward and really demand it because the other forwards down there, who have you got? You've got Marby Old Chole. I don't mind him, actually. Who's that player from Carlton they got? Oh, Casbolt. Casbolt. Actually, um, what's his name? Weller. He's playing. Lucky Weller. Much he's, better. He's, a, he's yeah. a good player. So if all those players can take the next step and it doesn't rely on Took so much. Yeah. Which it hasn't been this year. Team. I don't think he's no. been as good no, this year been by a mile. No. Sorry, Corey. We'll move on. That's right. Richmond, Sydney. Um, it was close for throughout the game and Sydney just blew away in the second half with Papley kicking six in the second Jesus. half. Jesus. Richmond has been such a fizzer. Yeah. I reckon. They really have. And – um, there was a little bit of doubt around it coming in, but Hopper and Taranto at this stage, and I'm only five rounds in, just hasn't hasn't worked. Hasn't yeah. it hasn't been? Worth, I said it. I, said, I think I said it to you at the start of the year, or it might have been to you, Hixie, where I said they're coming from a side that was in the bottom four last year yeah. as their midfield, and I said maybe that's a little bit harsh, but it's like it's also the reality of of where it is. I I, I think obviously it's been documented. Taranto's disposal yeah, isn't great. Terrible. He yeah. cannot kick a drop punt, that bloke. No. <laughs> he can't kick one. He kicks floaters flat out. Gets yeah. it 34 times, but, yeah, turns it over. Um, and, obviously, your older players like your Rewalt, your Cotchins. Cotchins um, done. Yeah, yeah, he's I, probably I done. He's they done. probably should have called time last yep, year. I and reckon he's passed. Again, it. it's only early. They're 1-1-4. One, one, and four. Oh, uh, one, one and three, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate him. What's that? God, fucking hate Cotchins. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've told me so many times. I even think players like um, – like Shy Bolton hasn't, he hasn't really fired a shot mm. this year. Yeah, like no. he's had a couple of good games, but you know, at the start of the year, they were saying he was like the number one. Yeah, I had so I heard so many people say Shy Bolton will be the number one player in the comp, and I'm thinking he's probably he, last year he probably played, I'm going to say nine really good games. Mm-hmm. Yep, and he probably had a couple of mid mid grade games, but he still has a lot of poor games for a bloke that they're saying. Yeah, you know, he wants to. Be, it, I think Noah Bolter is their best player by a long way. He is the most pivotal part to that side. Him and Tom Lynch by a mile. And if Shy Bolton is, you know, what do you have on the week? I think he had 20, 20 something 22. on the weekend. Didn't kick a yeah. goal, but he's the kind of bloke. If he's not, if he's not kicking at least two goals a game, yeah. I think that's where he hurts you more. I don't really care about Shy Bolton getting twenty touches. No, I'd rather Shy Bolton get fifteen to eighteen touches and kick me two or three goals. Yeah. He's much more damaging up forward than what he is in the middle. Yeah, he, wishes, just, he wishes he was like an Isaac Heaney. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, or like yeah, that kind Some, of that kind of player, like a, just a, like a, even like a Dustin Martin, not a high possession player, but a, like a impact impact player, impact. which yeah. he is, but he hasn't been. The gap between his best and worst is pretty he's, big. He's massive. Yeah. Liam Baker's been good though. Liam Baker's fantastic. Baker boy. I, th- yeah. I think um, from the other end of the scale as well, Sydney's not showing showing signs of that team where they get flogged in a grand final and drop out of the eight. Nah, Sydney are a good side. They're a really good Sydney side. They're a mature side. They're a well-oiled side as 100%. well. And so, they're working well without Buddy, Oh, which is that, so good for the future. They need to move past that. Yeah. Oh, I think that, they really, um, really need to get past the Buddy stage. Amari? Yeah. That, yeah. That's disappointing. Thinking, yeah, that is disappointing because he's been good for them since Buddy's been in and out. A long time. It's a good hammy. I don't know give what it, that means. Six, six to eight weeks. Give it probably. all to Logan McDonald. 
I reckon. Keys yep. to the just, city. just give it to him. And tell him to bring home. everything to ground. 100%. Papley, Heaney. Um, all of them. All Even of them. Warner's getting all. involved up forward. Like, they're all they're all getting involved. Amadi, eight to ten weeks. What did he do? For a hammy. Yeah, must be yeah, off the bone. Shredded it to pieces. Mm. Even Blakey. Like, yeah. He, like, the some lizard. of these... Some of these players, you know, they're not they're not relying on Jake Lloyd to get forty anymore out of the back line. He doesn't need to do that. And not to say that he needed to do that when he was doing it, but you're not seeing those those games where system, like, yeah, like just, if someone goes out for Sydney, needs to touch it, yeah, you're like your Dill Stevens was struggling to get a game. He comes in, fills in someone else's position. The next bloke comes in. Braden Campbell had like massive raps on him coming mm-hmm. into the AFL. He can't get a game. No. And then when he is in, he probably does his role and then he's sort of out again. So so you put this team next to Gold Coast who we were just talking about and we are talking about their young kids, how they need to take the next step. I don't know who's looking after these young kids for Sydney, but they are taking the next step. In the yep. first three years, they're yep. becoming some of the best players. Like Chad Warner last year, he was in his, what, second, third year? Golden. Golden, yeah. All those young kids so, just dominate. So what we do is just, we just name plays and everyone goes, yeah, if I can. Just going back on Richmond, do you think they're bringing in um, – was it Hopper and Taranto? What do they give away? Do they give away pick four? And this year's at this stage, it's pick four for next year, yeah. and they're two first rounders on either side of you last year and this year. They're, you look at how many kids they've got in their team now, like young kids that have had bugger all experience. It looks like Dimmer's still trying onto that, trying to hold onto that hope that they're going to still be a really good side, and which I don't blame him. Yeah, of course. Really, Shades obviously. of what Clarko did with Hawthorne. Exactly as well. right. I don't blame Still him because they've been a good side for the last six, seven years. So I don't blame him. But whether that was worth it looking at it now, I don't know. Easier said than hindsight, of course. 100%. Exactly right. It's, it's, um, but, it's one of those things as well, like you said with um, Clarko. It's similar to uh, Chris Scott as well. You know, He had that nucleus for probably 10 years with Selwood, Hawkins, Duncan, you know, a few of those sort of players. And they were able to recycle players from other clubs, whereas Richmond have gone – we want to take these two absolute out-and-out stars and put them in our side. You know, is it one of those things that maybe you probably should have tried to develop some younger players to come in and fill some roles and then, you yeah. know, because Richmond had massive success very quickly. You know, they yeah. came from a nothing side, three flags in four years, uh, whereas, you know, sort of Geelong sort of played the long game and thought, you know, they won in 2011, didn't have success for a long time and they were a very good side for a long time. And then they get the success again, you know, sort of 10, 11 years down the track, whereas Richmond have gone, we're still a very good side. Let's bang two of the, you know, probably the up-and-comers, especially Hopper, I would have thought. I think Hopper was better than Taranto. Um, But now it's sort of thrown their system out a little bit. Cochin's probably not what he used to be. You know, Rewald's still putting up numbers. Lynch is hurt. So they've got a a bit of a, you know, they've got some – They've got some dilemmas on their hand at, at Punt Road, I reckon, now, especially well, looking back. Well, they've got Melbourne on Anzac Day Eve, which oh. Melbourne will want to bounce back. Melbourne that, will want to bounce back. So, yes. Um, on to Saturday afternoon, which in a way was a marination station within itself, and I know it was for me. I'll give you the hot tip. Brisbane versus North Melbourne. Um, Joe Danaher could have had 10 easily. Should have. Um, the way he was playing. I, did, I To be honest, it's a bit of a take nothing out of this game. Although in saying that, Brisbane had thirty-three inside fifty marks, which is the most ever in their yeah, club. So they had 40, oh, 42 scoring shots. That's a lot of scoring <laughs> shots. It is. And Joey it? Danaher probably had a couple out on the full as well. I didn't say it. Shezel had a sore hammy, I'm gonna say, or a corky or something like that. 
and he Jesus. still had 31 for North Melbourne. Jeez. So, um, yeah, not much to take out of that. They did what they had to do, got the win. Anderson, four goals. Yeah, notable. He needed it. He needed to. He yeah. needed to, and he did. So, well done to him. Um, Essendon, Melbourne, um, in two different conditions. The first half was sunny, and then it absolutely pissed down in the second half. But did you go to the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there. No, I wasn't. I was at home. Tied up. Did, uh, did Clayton have twenty touches in the last quarter? He did. Russell twenty touches so in the last quarter. quarter time. So I don't, I don't like bagging people out in the pod Jeez. that often. But he had twenty in the last. He had two at quarter time. Holy shit! But who was on? I think in the last quarter. Don't quote me on this. I haven't had a look at it. But he had twenty in the last, and he only had meters gained of like forty-one or something. Oh. So and still yes, had forty-one. Still had forty-one. Yeah, but you, was he, he didn't get any coaches' votes. If that makes, if that yeah, shed yeah, some light I on think, it. Uh, who went uh, to him? Setterfield went to him. Setterfield went to him and yeah. clamped him. Clamped yeah. him real good. Oh. But then Essendon took him off after because it was raining and just went, let's just go play the ball. Play the ball. Yep. How many people do you reckon cashed out after the first <laughs> quarter? <laughs> oh, bowl. I did 25, not going to lie. <laughs> Are you nervous? And he shed in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it was, I said it in the inbox to you boys, it was honestly probably the, the last time that Essendon played like a four. Four quarters of actual consistent footy. I can't remember the last time we did that. And then I can't remember the last time we did that against a top four or a, a really good side. So um, we were a bit lucky, I think, in Gorn and Lever being out and we sort of mac- maximised that with the big Ruckman. Yep. And how, how many times are Draper and Phillips going to kick five in the first half? Yeah. Um, but in saying that, again, we talk about system. You can actually see it with Essendon now that there is something that they're sticking by. There's something that the players are buying into. And, again, the role players, like someone like Sam Durham mm. doesn't get a lot of it, but, jeez, he's hard at the footy. Um, and, yeah, they played really well. Cole Langford to start. Some good um, – <laughs> just got some good impact players. Like we were talking about with, like, that shot Bolton sort of, you know, Nick Martin to have 17 touches. Every time he touches it, he does something with it. Yeah. Kick a couple snags. Uh, Durham's the same. Perkins is the same. Um, Stringer, I'm not sure if Stringer, Stringer kicks straight, but – He's always there and about. Yeah. He's always in the crucial spot right where the contest is. It was stated he played a decoy on Stephen May. Stephen May had no impact. Stephen May was bad. Yeah. It was bad on the week. Probably the first poor game he's played in a long time. Yeah, exactly. So, well, that just shows the character of how good of a player he is as well. 100%. So, We'll, we'll get on to next. We'll get on to the Anzac yeah, yeah, later we'll, on. We, we will. We, we will. We don't need to talk but about that. In, in terms of Melbourne, um, yes. again, uh, they were looked at as nearly a flag favourite before last week. Blip on the radar, or is there cracks in the side, or are they waiting on plays just to come back in? Yeah, blip bit of everything. The, I think blip on the radar a little bit. Essendon played well. Can't take anything away from them at all. Um, but I still think Melbourne have got the. If when they get yeah. the players, they got the that party, dog in them. Yeah. God, man, they're going to yeah. be a good side come late. I don't think it's a blip in the radar. I think it's just a reality check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you probably, as a really good side, you probably need a loss like that to a team who is up and coming to just go, right, well, that's that's the level that they're playing. That's the level that the Collingwood, St. Kilda and all that are playing. We need to start playing like that as well. We can't just rely on what we did two years ago. There's a bit of, we're going to rock up and win this. Yeah, and I think this week when they come in, who are they playing this week? Richmond. They're playing Richmond. I think Richmond will be in for... And I think Richmond are in the same boat. They've just got pole axed by Sydney. Be a good game. It'd be a very good game. Um, moving on into the next game now, which is Port Adelaide and the Western Bulldogs. Um, I'm going to be honest, I was footied out at this stage. I reckon I watched it till about half time. But 
The last quarter, it's been well documented that Horn Francis and Butters, my man, had um, enormous last quarters. They had like, I think they had eight clearance, center clearances between them in that last quarter. Um, again, I feel like there's Bulldogs don't really lose too much. It's the type of conditions that the game was in. Um, and Port did what they had to do at home for the, like we said, the gather round and got the win done. Any notable things from you boys to add? Uh, I saw a big schlong. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. Oh, Whiteman. Corey sent that to me. That's ridiculous. And I'm like, it's Corey ridiculous. sent like the video, and I'm like, why are you sending that for? You? Like, doesn't it's not even a cool video. And then uh, it's uh, not snagging the, beans fell out. Yeah, you must have the skins Cody on Waitman. that don't even fit you anymore. It's got no. Cody Waitman. I haven't seen it. Oh, I've heard about it, but I haven't seen it. So, um, but yes, very good input from you, Hixie, as per. And Jason Johansson found yeah. the footy for once. Yeah, what the hell? I just saw Yeah, interesting. He's gone missing ever since he won a norm. Yeah. I, 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 they've played him at the forward flank. They've played him, played him back everywhere. flank, back pocket. VFL. VFL, yeah, exactly right. We talk a lot about those teams before the season starts. You're like, you know, 5%. We just need 5% from some players. I feel like Western Bulldogs have got a lot of players who have lost 5 to 10% this year. McRae, McRae big time. That's an obvious one. I'd say 10% from I would him. say, yeah, I would even, yeah, even more. Um, Caleb Daniel. He, a couple of years ago, yeah. did he make All-Australian a couple of years ago? He was definitely in the squad. Definitely in the squad. You know, he has gone backwards. Bonton Pally has probably come become more of that impact player that we talk about now. Instead, instead of, of a role player. Instead mm-hmm. of an out-and-out superstar that everybody keeps talking about him like he is. He, I just, I think that Bulldogs have just really fallen off. The Norton map. fallen off. Yeah, like just Bailey Dale. Yeah, he was all. He, he was, was all Australian. Yeah. yeah, he had a jacket and fifteen touches on the weekend. Fifteen, and he was averaging. He would have been averaging high twenties. They last are definitely year. not a wet weather side. Just, uh, no. yeah, I don't know. I don't see where they're at. Obviously, Waitman had a, had a good game, um, but even Jamara, like it's what? it's left to too few at the Bulldogs at the it moment. Really is. And Rory Rory Lobb, he, he's not that guy. Uh, he's not that. He's guy. not that guy. Yeah, he's, I feel no. like they've just lost too much too quick, even in. the Unless you're going to play him as an out-and-out ruckman for the backup of Tim English, I think that that's a terrible trade yeah. because Tim you've English already got it, you've already got Darcy, you've got Norton, you've got Darcy Norton, um, Sh- oh, not Shaq anymore. Um, what's his name? Jamari Yugo Hagen, yeah. and then you've got Bruce that was playing in the back line before his ribs got absolutely crunched yeah. <laughs> on the weekend. So um, they're in danger of falling out of the eight. For the falling into no man's land, really. Yeah. I yeah. reckon that I reckon now you'll see him finish. It almost, felt, finish? Sorry, it almost make... felt weird to say falling out of the eight. You forget that they made the eight last year, yeah. They did make the eight, they yeah. They, they lost the free eight, they were up by heaps of heaps right. last year and lost. So, um, continue. So, I still I, I can see him probably dropping back into that that real like 11th <laughs> to 14th bracket now. Mm. And it's almost like well, we didn't even we haven't even bottomed out yet, but we didn't do anything so. You know, where do we go to? Yeah. They're, just, they're just floating in that little Get a area. stick of jelly knot and blow it up. Yep. Not much happening. Sunday. Yep. Uh, Geelong. Marin Nation Station. 64 points at half time. Hard to, yeah. Hard to say Geelong got their mojo back. They've run over Hawthorne and West Coast. Oh, well done. Right. <laughs> yeah. Two good games to get your mojo back. They did what they had to do. 100%. No, there's no, no denial. They just had to come out and win these games because if they didn't win these games, then. Tell you what, West Coast kicked the first two goals, and I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> it was like Hawthorne the yeah. week before. They were up at quarter time, and I'm thinking, this is good. But um, like forwards said, play well for him. Yeah. Four. Jeremy Cameron, equal or if not the best player in the comp. Oh, 
I think carry. I think Jeremy Cameron it, it would be the most valuable player in the comp. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Do you reckon he can win the Brownlow? Yeah, he can, yep. and he could probably kick a ton as well. <laughs> yeah, if he, if yeah, he, yeah, get the yeah, Coleman yeah. and Brownlow. Yeah. Is that ever? Uh, Tiger. Yeah, they, and they say, oh, Hawkins no, he didn't is win back. Hawkins is back, but who was he playing on? What? Come on, like, they, oh, the West Coast has got decent backmen, but. The ball would have been coming down there that much. You know, you feel your boots kind of day. One thing I will say is for a 34-year-old, Isaac Smith is just a genuine out-and-out pure footballer. Yeah, he's a good footballer. He's just – he's all, before the Norm Smith last year, before all that, he's just a player that you just go – he's just a – put him in, yep, he'll be his opponent for the day. He'll yeah. run fucking 16Ks, done. Yep. So um, that's enough for that game, but – on to the next game, which was going to be um, what we all seen as an absolute fizzer. And to a degree, it wasn't the greatest standard, but... Marination. Yeah, marination within itself if you're really hungover and you're still hurting at about yeah. 320. Yeah. So, um, obviously, GWS Hawthorne um, had a crazy finish towards the end of the game. Harry Himmelberg. Oh, nice. I, that mark, I was... What yeah. was that? It was about two minutes to go in the... the yeah. Before halftime at Collingwood St. Kilda. Yes, it was. Yeah. And I'm like... Jeez, this is getting close. Look at the little score down the bottom yeah. right there of the other game. Like, do you want to change it, Georgia? <laughs> change it. Ten seconds later, Harry Himmelberg, bang. Yeah. Oh, my holy shit. He's taken the two mark of the year so far. He yeah, took it in round one. Yeah, which was round one was good. So, and, and then, then saved the game. And then saved the game at the other end. Um, but same thing, GW, both teams feel like they're in a bit of no man's land. Um, I don't know what's going on there, but... Anything else to really report? Tadman played his first game. Yeah, he did. Kicked a snag, dude. Kicked a snag. Kicked a snag. Got, I had got, him for five, so a bit disappointing. Him, but... uh, a bit of a fucking, what do they call it? Um, I don't know. He was just out of the back, got the hands. And oh, yeah. Joe the Goose. Joe the Goose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plenty so of them. In my he game. only played, like, he, he played a fair bit of game time. They just call me the Goose. He only had six touches. Um, he played 74 minutes of 121, but... Yeah, he he didn't do a whole lot, but you can definitely see he's a he's a pretty tall lad for I don't know what position he plays. Like he was playing forward on the weekend. The old FF mate. Physical forward. Yeah. yeah one ninety five centimeters. So he's about six five, so he's a big boy. Um one one player that was probably looked at at the end of last year thinking like what are you doing? It's James Walpole. He's yeah. probably started to play some really good footy. Oh, oh I think yeah. he has. He, I mean, he had thirty five touches on the weekend. I mean against GW, GWS, but they have a they have a handy enough midfield. Oh yeah, Kelly Cornelio, um, and Tom Green, um, nothing. Big. Yeah, you can really see that Hawthorne in probably five years with if they keep Warple and Newcomb, um, yeah. is it Will Day? Amon, yeah, Will Amon, Day. Yep. You know, they could have a real strong side in five years if they keep those players. I think John Newcomb's absolute start. There's you go you go through or Hawthorne's list and you go. They're not great right now, but you've seen enough glimpses out of it. I remember going to watch Hawks last year against Collingwood and Mitch Lewis kick five in the mm. wet. Yeah. Like, yes. that, that bloke can play. John Newcomb can seriously play. Warple's had a couple of down years. I think he won a BNF a couple of years ago. If not, he was I reckon he won a BNF a couple of years ago. Um, and then, and then they'll add Harley Reid in this year, the number one pick, who people sure. were saying would have been the number one pick this year. Yeah. Oof, but it wasn't eligible. Yeah. So, so. I don't know. Mid, yeah, obviously, they're going down to the bottom and they're, they're going to be down the bottom. I think their midfield is easily the youngest in the whole comp. Like, they're fucking probably average age of about 21 or 22 in their midfield. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be for all Hawthorne supporters out there, just give it five years and you'll be, be back up there, I reckon. What do you, what do you reckon about GWS, though? They've got that many good players and they just can't play good footy. 
Yeah. Are they that like, good they, of players, they, though? Or do, have we just oh, but put like, them on I don't know if it's a system or... I don't know, but like you... I'll tell give, me, I'll tell give me, you, I'll tell give me, you an example. Tell me right now, you wouldn't take Whitfield, Cornelio, Kelly... Nope. Toby Green. I would take Cornelio. Tom Green. You wouldn't take, take Whitfield. Tom Green. No, I wouldn't take Whitfield at the you moment. Take the Greens. You take yeah, the Greens. Definitely. Take the Cornelio. Maybe Himmelberg. You take Sam Taylor. Yep. And that's it. Yeah, you're probably right. You take Nick Haynes, maybe. So for me, Himmelberg. perfect example. Bit of a down game. Josh Kelly had 21 disposals. How often do you see Josh Kelly hit a full forward up or kick a nice kick inside 50 or break out of a pack? I just feel like he gets those sort of collective possessions. He's not a bloke that you can go, if he's playing on green final today, which I think he did, that he's going to he's gonna win the Norm Smith today or he's going to win the game for us yeah. today. I don't think – I think he is another Taranto and Hopper. He just looks a little bit more flashy with his kicking. That's just – that might be a bit of a wild statement, but I don't think that Josh Kelly is him. Is it worth them blowing it up though? You reckon? Well, they've no, just they had could, to keep, they could get serious they've got, value for they've, all those They've had players. to keep yeah. rejuvenating and rejuvenating since they've lost players over years. They lost um, who else have they lost? They lost Dylan Shield. They lost so many other players along the way. Oh, they've lost a heap. Of yeah, they've play. lost so many players. Law Adams Shield. Yeah, like, the list Hoskin goes Elliot, on. Jeremy, Ca- Jeremy Cameron. Jeremy Cameron. Like, yeah, that's some yeah. avoid. But so, the thing is, is, do Giants have any pull in the trade market? Does anyone want to go there? No, you, know, you you might be able to offer them money and things like that, but I'm sure the the Richmonds, the Collingwoods, the Carltons, you know, all these Melbourne sides, they can offer the money too, sort of thing as well. The only so. thing is that they've got Green, as in Toby Green, and Cornelio on huge deals for a long period, and Whitfield as well. And you got to play in Canberra too. Yeah. That's shit. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. Our boy actually starting to play some good footy, though. He is. Yes, he is. Can't wait to see him in the Dons. So, <laughs> Pies versus the Saints. Um we will talk about a little bit more about St Kilda because we're about to go into the Anzac Day special. So if you're listening to this one, I'll drop the Anzac Day special the day after Anzac Day because that's the way I'm going at the moment. But <laughs> nah, I'll have it out. I'll have it out before then. But we'll get into uh, how St Kilda looked and obviously a bit of a scare there towards the end. Oh, yeah. Please. And to be honest, it was a po- it was a, it was a bit of a porridge game until about maybe halfway through the third quarter. Yeah. Time mm. started dominating yeah. the third. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was Callum Wilkie versus Darcy Moore for the first three quarters. It was rubbish to watch. It was just ping pong and back. Wilkie's an absolute star, and he yep. at the moment is a lock for all Australian. Agreed. Um, yeah, it's. I think I think Saints have got the cattle. What I think Saints have got the cattle to be a very very good side this year. Does Max King and Tim Membry come back into it? Stuff up. Tim Membry was back this week, I think, but um, the VFL. Maybe. I think he played VFL. Um, but I think players like Brad Crouch, he's gone to another level. Yeah. Big time. Um, Hunter Clark, we talked about him a couple of years ago. I remember we were yep. talking about him saying he's a good he's gonna be a good footballer and yep. he is. Uh that cut comedy, the one who's been suspended. Community fantastic player. Yeah. Higgins has found his niche. He, yep. he Mason Wood. Mason Wood, like yeah. where the hell he, at the moment, he is a lock for all Australian. Yeah, on Mason the wing. Wood. Is he'll be leading the Brown though after he Brown is throwing. leading. He he will be the if he continues the trend, he will be an all Australian lock. Um, that Filippo, he is going to be a superstar. Um, they've Owens. 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 They've just got these players that they've just pulled System. out of 
nowhere. System yet again. And they just have found a way to propel themselves. They're Let, almost like they're almost ready-made rookies, though. Like yeah, that's these right. Players, they're, not, they're not like some most rookies take like a year or two to get going, but these players are playing good footy now. Yeah. In the Futures League, and what is it? Is that what it's called now? The Futures League or something? Yeah, something, yeah. Like, something that, foolish. That, okay. yeah. the, the bushies or whatever. They must be lifting some weights and doing a hell of a lot more weights work than what they've ever done. Because I remember yeah. when you used to watch the 18-year-olds come in back in, say, 2007, 2008. They were linguinis. Yeah. Like yeah. They did, even when they were 20, 21. These guys who were coming straight out of this league into the AFL are looking genuinely like men. Yeah. Whereas and they're I, not yeah. looking like boys anymore. I think yeah, they, they go through academies in that now. Yeah, that's what they, I was going to say. Go, they go train with the AFL clubs. And they get looked at when they're like 12 as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's ridiculous. Sort of like yourself, Ixie, uh, when you were younger. I got overlooked. Oh, that's yeah. rich. <laughs> overlooked. That's rich. Hey, that Mr. 12-year-old himself here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Big country. Right. Peak. Yeah. Peak. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it's all been downhill. But, <laughs> even like... Um, like players like like Gresham had an absolute stinker on the weekend. Yeah, he did. And Butler had a stinker. Um, but it's these it's these new players that they've got. Like Stocker. even Liam, yeah, Liam Stocker. Mm. Like where the hell has he come from? Yeah, he was nothing at Carlton. Come to like even you know Wanganine Malira. Like some of these blokes that they're you know a Josh Battle like. Yeah, <laughs> some of these blokes you'd be like, who? And then like, just you look at their like. Their do marks. do they drop off? Yes or no? No, I don't think they do. And then people to come back in it, like they, you said before, does Max King and memory affect yeah. them? I don't think it will because the average height of the goal kickers was under 190 centimeters. Mm. There was only one over 190, so you add a bit of height in there. The it was the same can, for both teams. Like yeah. neither team had a big forward. Like we had my check. He's not oh, a. Oh yeah, yeah. He's massive. Scary. He's not. He's not height. Yeah, he's got that dog in. And you can, like you can see these players like Bat- like Battle had 13, 13 marks, thirteen marks, and Wilkie had eleven marks. So you, I mean, if you put your Mason Cox or your your um who is it um Darcy Cameron in there, there's probably less of those marks. But I mean, they fucking did their job on the day, didn't they? So 100%. I think um with the with the Saints um. That's what I was going to say. With the Saints, if you don't punish them in the midfield, their defense is going to stand up. Yeah. It's simple as that. If you cannot absolutely blitz it and run it out of the contest and get it deep inside 50 or lower your eyes and hit up a leading target, um, some of these, like this Josh Battle and Callum Wilkie style is going to cut you up every time. Yeah. You're going to have, you'll probably get 50 or 60 inside 50s, but you'll only have 15 scoring shots or or 20 scoring shots sort of thing, you're not going to kick enough of a score against them. And Collingwood found that out on the weekend. We kept going inside 50 after inside 50 for nothing. Oh, and then all this... Playing in their hands. Oh, 100% if, that's play, what I mean. Like, playing as if Mason Cox was standing there. That's what I mean. Like, we're, we, you know, we're making poor decisions, but we probably had nothing else to go to. Mm. We probably didn't have the lead-ups because they had it cut off, so we were like, well, we're going to have to go long to the square. So I, I think... I'm not sold if Saints are going to be top four this year, but they definitely make the eight, and I definitely think they finish top six. Ooh. Jeez, yeah. There you go. All right. Let's quickly run through it before we get into the Anzac Day special, which we'll be featuring this week. I am talking about the Pies. No, we're talking about them. Yeah, we didn't talk about Essendon either. Oh. Always quiet. All righty. Friday night, Frio versus Bulldogs. Give your tips, maybe – Margins, whatever you want, a little bit of an insight. Let's do Two it. Two teams, you just don't know what you're going to get out nah, of. Flip a coin. Um, Agreed. Three acres over there. 
Uh, yeah, Freo Dogs, I think just purely being over at Optus Stadium, two teams you can't trust, but I'm going to go Freo just by the skin of their teeth as well. I'll also go Fremantle. Not, past, not, not much input in that game, to be honest. Ten, I, I couldn't give two shits. Ten past eight, that game starts. I don't think I'll, I don't think I'll clock in for that game. Yeah. You will. No, I don't think I will. Yeah, I right. actually won't. Hopefully the Dolphins it. are playing. Uh, doggies for me. I think the Doggies just get it done. Um, they, I think they played okay last week. They just dropped off in the last quarter. So Saturday afternoon, Port Adelaide versus West Coast over at – still oh, at Adelaide Oval. What a game. Port <laughs> by an absolute sheet load. Corker? I'm going to go Port by 15 points. Ooh. Nice. I'm going West Coast. No, I'm not. I'm going Port Adelaide as well. <laughs> yeah, I'll go, I'll go Port by 40-odd. Um, GWS, Brisbane. At Monica. Uh, Brisbane, tear them apart. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, Brisbane by 38. Brisbane, Brisbane need yeah. to win this by a lot, I reckon, if they want to be. They're eighth at the moment. I don't think they will. I think they'll win. Yeah. But I think it'll be like the old uh, one to nineteen. Yeah, if they if they scrape through by like twelve, thirteen points or something like that, it's almost a loss for Brisbane. They need a big percentage game. You see? Yeah, Brisbane as well. Alphabet yeah. Stadium. Yes. <laughs> Good game, actually. Oh yeah, who do you who I'm going who do you pick? Who do you trust? Uh you go off for me, I'm still going off Sydney. I thought they had a great game last week. I think that they get it done. Um, Nick Dacos esque. Nick Davis. Nick Davis. Anyone else get that? Nick Dacos is on my mind too. <laughs> 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 Who's that meme I sent you by the Vince McMahon one? Yeah. <laughs> the, best. the best. But anyway, um, continue. I'm just having a look at how it's tracked. Geelong belted them last. Oh, obviously, it was a grand final. <laughs> um, and then what? I think Sydney have probably had the wood over them a little bit. Different year, boys. Yeah, it is a different year. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Sydney with not a whole lot of confidence, but maybe Sydney by four goals. I'm gonna say Geelong get it done by twelve points. Ooh. Ooh. Um I'm gonna go Geelong Ooh. as well, actually. They do play their home ground well. Two and two. I like it. Marination station. Hawthorne versus Adelaide. Rip it. Utahs, can't get any better than that. <laughs> Rip a dipper game, oh, this one. Boy. I'll tell you what, if I've got one eye open to watch this, I'll probably close it again. But <laughs> um, Adelaide by 70 points for me. Ooh, that's a clapping. Yeah, I reckon Adelaide clap them. I don't have a 40 plus. I don't know. I reckon Sam Mitchell pulls something out of a hat and gets done by about 85 points. <laughs> 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 That's all time. Yeah, I'll go Adelaide as well. Alrighty. Carlton St Kilda, yeah, top is, four this, clash. This is, a, this is the second best game of the round by more. Third best. Oh, no, yeah, probably right. Yeah, well, anyway, debatable. Continue. At Marvel, St Kilda for me. I reckon Saints beat them by 20 points. In a good game. Very good game. I'm going to say the Blues get the better of them. I'm going to say Kerno and Mackay are going to be too much for their defenders. I know, I know Wilkie and Battle are in really good form, but I just don't think they're. I think Harry Mackay is too big and too strong. I think Harry Mackay is going to have a day out, and for that matter, Kerno as well probably. And I think Carlton are going to get it done only by. I'm going to say four points. Oh, jeez. 
Uh, I'm going to go St. Kilda because it's at Marvel, but if it was at MCG, I probably would have went Carlton. Carlton. This game means way more to Carlton than it does to St. Kilda. Oh, yeah. If Carlton lose this, fucking hell, I can't wait. But if St. Awesome. If St. Kilda lose this, they're still four and two. Um, so I think Carlton have to win this. Carlton so win. for that reason, I'm going to tip St. Kilda they lose by this. eight points. My early season predictions are looking a little bit. You tip Richmond to win it. Oh, that was Hicksy. Do you believe a bit if St. Kilda do win this weekend? You have to. Five and one. You have to. You have to. You have to. This will be this will be a very defining game for them. Mm-hmm. If yeah. they had won last week, yes, definitely would have believed. But they they have to beat Carlton. Yeah. yeah. This early in the season, maybe not to make finals, but in a way to play finals. Yep. Very good. Oh, like it. Suns versus oh. North. Wowie. I will not watch this game. <laughs> I will, and I'll have my Gold Coast. Yes, you will. <laughs> yes, you will. He's hoping to get picked over the mid-season draft. I think. Where is Fuck, this? They might be able to use me. Oh, it's Heritage Bank Stadium, Metricon. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh God. Um, I'm going to go Gold Coast by the skin of their teeth. Ten points. I'm going to go Gold Coast by six goals. Ooh. I can they. I can they turn it's it on. Big clapper. Yep. Uh, I'm going north. Ooh. Yep. By not my not by much though. Yeah, I'll probably go fourteen points. Shut up, mate. I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gold Coast by the size of my foreskin. I think not very big. <laughs> Forty points, not bad. <laughs> Three dollars eighty five. That's how much I can fit in. Trying to be a bit more professional, talking about foreskins. <laughs> They're going to win by your foreskin. That caught me off guard big time. <laughs> that was the whole point of that. I needed to spreak it up before the end like day special. Uh, I mean, let's shit. say it first. All <laughs> oh, right, moving on. Anzac uh, like Day Eve clash. We spoke about it earlier. Melbourne versus Richmond. Uh, they both got to respond, but I think Melbourne does, and they win by four goals. Richmond only won one game this year. Yeah. Well, yeah. One game. They're 15. 15. Good. Uh, yeah, I agree. Good. Um, yeah, I reckon Melbourne slaughtered them. Been good. Um, I'm going to say 45 plus. Nice. It's been great. I haven't heard much from Joel Costa. Yeah, it's been fantastic, <laughs> hasn't it? Yeah, and Tom Jeffrey. Big listen, you big dork nose. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think Melbourne as well come out and absolutely clap their cheeks <laughs> back to Punt Road by 55 points. If Richmond beat Melbourne. Does oh, that say less about Essendon's performance? Uh, no. Yeah. no, I don't think no. it does. I think I think Essendon played well. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think if if yeah. Melbourne lose this game, wow, wowee, there's going to be some questions asked um, at the at the Melbourne headquarters for sure. Um, yeah, I reckon Melbourne against Spankham. Yeah, forty plus. I like it. All right. The next game, Collingwood Essendon. We're gonna we're gonna have a special coming up after this. Won't be too long as the boys are a bit jaded, but um, we'll get into it after this.